Welcome to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. My next guest is a 6'6", 265-pound defensive lineman out of Johns Creek High School. In the class of 2024, already one of the fastest rising, hottest prospects, T.A. Cunningham. Thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Really happy to talk with you today. First off, for fans that don't yet know you, what is your story and how have you gotten to this point? Right. It's actually kind of funny. I really, um, football wasn't even my main sport up until high school. I'd always thought basketball was going to be my career path, like what got me through college, all of that. And it was actually funny. My dad had made me, at first he had to make me. My dad had made me play uh, freshman year. I hadn't played since sixth grade. I had played one year of uh, sixth grade ball. And then my dad made me play ninth grade year. But I seen the field, and then I fell in love with it. So it's kind of interesting how fast I developed, in a sense, because now we're here. Yeah. Well, why did your dad make you, or why did he want you to play so bad? Well, part of it was he saw my potential, and then he kind of saw some of his self in me, too, being as um, he was pretty highly recruited back in the day, I, I think, with uh, basketball, but like, he knew in his heart he was always better at football, and he saw the same thing with me, too. So he wanted me to at least try it out, and now we're here, so I thank him for it. Got you. And what was the moment for you that you really fell in love with the game or you decided, like, oh, I could take this pretty far? I mean, I started to realize it more and more, like just being on the field practicing, working, and the games and stuff. But the real moment that that switch kind of flipped was when I went out to go meet the coach at my um, the school I played my freshman year at. And um, that flip, um, it kind of flipped the second I saw the field because um, I just started missing it. So. That's kind of like the moment that started it all. Got you. And in terms of your recruitment, how did that get started? What's the story of your first offer? Well, um, I don't really remember if it was a game. I don't think it was a game. I think it was a practice or something I was coming back from. And I was almost home. And um, my head coach at the time had told me to give this number a call when I got home and it was coach Trey Scott from the university of Georgia. And I still remember it to this day, uh, December 23rd, 2020. Wow. Yeah. And so the recruiting gets going after your freshman season's over. Is that correct? Yes, sir. That's when it started. Okay. For me. Got you. And after you get the UGA offer, what goes through your head when you make that phone call? They tell you they've offered. What went through your head? I mean, really, I couldn't think straight. Like, it was a lot of moment. I mean, it was a lot of emotions that um, came over me in the moment. And, I mean, I thank God and I thank all my coaches and teammates that got me to the point where I'm at. But I was really just overwhelmed in a sense. 
and a couple, maybe one or two tears were shedded too. So is that got you. And now your college lists offer wise, it's well over 20 at this point. So when did you really start to blow up in this past off season? Um, really, I'd like to thank coach, um, Matthew Homer, my head coach at um, Johns Creek High School, for taking us as a team. He took most of the guys on the team on a uh, camp tour, and we kind of toured um, through the Carolinas. And from that, I think I picked up um, three, either three or four offers from different uh, D1 schools in like two or three days. So. That was nice, but really it was this summer. This summer kind of is when I blew up, in a sense. And what happened for you to blow up this summer? I mean, I've just been working. Me, with my team, uh, we've been in the weight room almost, well, not almost, every single day of the school week, and we've just been grinding. So I've been getting stronger, been working on my moves and stuff. And um, the couple of camps that I went to, I showed out at those. And I guess it was enough to impress the head coaches because at every camp I went to, I was offered by a head coach. So it's kind of cool knowing that uh, the coaching staff really believes in you and they want you to be part of the program. So I'm also thankful for that too. Who are some of the head coaches that offered you? Uh, it's kind of a list now. Right now, uh, in person, we have Coach Shane Beamer over at uh, South Carolina. Uh, who else? Coach uh, Mike Houston over at ECU. Both of those came from uh, having a little talk with them, like in their offices after camp and stuff. They were impressed with what they saw. So those came from camps and stuff but those were by head coaches awesome all right and when you talk about overall your game you've got some great size at 6'6 265 but when you turn on the tape what are some things that are really standing out about your game and the way that you play yes sir oh and i forgot to throw in there uh coach josh Hupel over at um tennessee I had a really nice talk with him when I was there, and he had offered me at Tennessee. But um, you were seeing my game. A couple of the things that stand out would probably be my aggression on the field. Like, coming from a sport like basketball, a lot of people look at football and basketball, compare them, and think basketball kind of soft or where the soft football players go. So that's kind of something that stands out, too, is my aggression on the field. And my length, too. I noticed that a lot of coaches um, like that. I have an almost seven-foot wingspan. I'm just two inches off from that. Wow. And I've noticed a lot of coaches really like to see that in kids. It's length. Interesting. Okay. When you look at guys that are maybe people you watch in college or the pros, who do you think your game might compare to or your style of play might be similar to? Uh, there's a lot of guys I could compare myself to, but really I try to focus on being the best me. But one of my role models really 
with the whole pass rush game is uh, Chase Young. He went to Ohio State. Now he's with the uh, Redskins, whatever you want to call him. But that's somebody you could say I try to model myself after. Awesome. And what draws you to Chase? I mean, I just like the way that he fires off the ball, really. Like, he's aggressive, but he's also quick, too. He'll get to a quarterback and sack him, and the offensive tackle won't even get a hand on So I think it's nice that he incorporates speed and power in his game, and it flows nice. Cool. All right. Well, when it comes to who you are outside of football, what are some things that you enjoy when you have some free time? I mean, for the most part, I'm going to be honest, we haven't had much free time this summer. It was all gas, no breaks. So, I mean, a couple of times that we did have time off. Uh, I mean, I like to chill with some of my boys, like just hanging out, walking around, going to stores, shopping, all that stuff. But uh, really, I've been locked in for the season since school ended last year, so. I mean, I know there's some sacrifices that's going to come with being a national recruit, but I'm ready for it. Got you. And when you look at your journey to getting to be this national recruit, what are some challenges or things that you might have had to overcome along the way? I mean, you're always going to have people in your ear. You're going to have people trying to hype you up, try to almost overhype you. And you got to take it and thank them for it or whatever, but you got to stay humble. And then on the flip side, you got to have people in your ear telling you you're not this or you're not that. And you just got to tone that out or not tone it out, but you kind of got to use it as fuel too. Got to prove them wrong. So it's a lot of challenges. Uh, Social, you could say. And then, of course, you're going to get challenged on the field. I know me... um, I was playing 1A private, so there were still some guys that uh, had, like, a lot of talent. But whenever I heard five-star or whenever I heard four-star or whatever, or he's committed here, I was uh, playing like they had a target on their back, like they had money on their head. So that's going to be a challenge, too. You're going to have people trying to come for you because they know the status that you got, and they want some of that for themselves, too. So that's something that I could say would be a challenge, but like I said before, I'm ready for it. Got you. All right. And looking back at your way of getting here, what would you say was a turning point for you or a moment where something happened and things really turned for the better and put you on this trajectory you're on now? Um, put me on this trajectory. I could say probably around, uh, January, Second semester, I changed schools, and really, after I transferred to where I am now, Johns Creek, I really kind of blew up. I started gaining more weight. Um, I put on more muscle. I got a little faster, a little more in shape from all the conditioning, and really, it's just like all around better... uh, I don't want to say better, but I'm being coached more efficiently, too. On the D-line, overall, the defensive coordinator, Coach Douglas, all of that has kind of uh, 
influenced and like kind of put me in the path to where I am now. And I'm still kind of at the bottom. I'm still kind of coming up. So there's a lot more growth for me too, in that sense. Well, when you talk about growth, you're a class of 2024 prospect. So you've got the upcoming season and a couple more as well. What are some things that you're working on and some things that are points of your game that you want to refine before you get to the college level? Right, right. I mean, coming off of uh, basketball being my main thing, it's always felt kind of weird to get down in that um, that three-point. But that's something I've been working on, and I'm already starting to see improvement with that. And then back to when I was talking about Chase Young, with his get-off and his speed, that's um, a thing I'm also trying to work on. It's not just my speed running straight in a line, but my speed cutting, my speed getting off the ball, all that. So those are a couple of things I'm trying to work on and get better at, too. And I'm just getting stronger, smarter with my IQ, all that every single day. So, Gotcha. Well, now to finish out, we'll go into a little bit of a rapid fire of some questions for you. Um, okay. Ranging from... Any topic out there, I've got a deck of cards on the back of each card. There's a question. I'll shuffle it up. We'll see what we get here at random. First off, what characteristic would you say that you're most known for off the field? Uh, off the field, I try to be – I'm pretty sociable. Um, my dad, he's an entrepreneur, so I've kind of been taught that skill. So – I'm pretty approachable in a sense because, you know, being 6'6", 265, you're not always going to be the most approachable person. So especially with that, almost not a setback, but having that um, in addition to everything, that's kind of one of my main skills is my social skills. Like I can talk to adults. I can talk to uh, kids my age. I like to talk and um, help with the younger kids the youth, all that. So that's something I'd say for that question. Okay. Now I've got one for you, a little bit of a different tune here. What is a unpopular opinion that you have? Mm, unpopular opinion. Mm. I'm going to say I like morning practice better than afternoon practice. Ooh, okay. Why is that? Like... Cause when I wake up, I almost feel like a uh, it's like a rush of blood to my head. So when I hit people, I don't really feel anything. So it's kind of like my little cheat code. Got you. All right. What would you say is a hidden talent that you have? Hidden talent? I'd say... Um, in town, I say I'm pretty good at Madden. I don't really play games like that, but I'm pretty good at Madden when I try. I remember one time I didn't try around the end of the year. We was chilling in the classroom, me and my teammates playing. I got beat like 100 something to zero, but we don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's just I wasn't locked in. Gotcha. Okay. On the D line, when you make a big play. Do you have a favorite celebration that you've either tried or something that you might want to try in the future? 
No, that's kind of a secret. We're still, I'm still kind of thinking about that. I know in the past, I was playing off just adrenaline. And I remember I go crazy after a sack. I just start hitting the ground, beating the ground up. But uh, I don't know how it's going to be with the refs and all the rules and stuff. So we're going to try for the most part so my coach doesn't get on me. Just keep it a little bit conservative, but we're going to have something by game time tomorrow. Okay. Next up. What do people not know about you yet, but you think they should? Well, for the most part, I'm a pretty likable person, but um, if you're a quarterback, you're not going to like me. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Okay. When you think about success, who comes to your mind? You just said success in general? Yeah, like when you think about success, who or what comes into your mind? Well, a lot of things come in my mind when I think about success because you can be successful without having money. Most of the time, people think success, they think rich, but you could be successful with um, a lot of things. You could be successful with a relationship you could be successful with um a program just getting better um and then of course you can be successful like rich successful so i mean i'm trying to be well-rounded in a sense successful in the classroom all that i know grades that um they're really important to our program and to my parents so i try and stay on top of that especially this year sophomore year keeping my gpa up but um yeah, for the most part, it's it's an all-around type word to me. All right. Sounds good. And to finish out, what drives you? Really, it's the fear of being average. I've always wanted almost, in a sense, like felt out of place up until like middle school. Felt out of place being so big and stuff. But it's like after I really got involved with sports, and I realized, like, this is kind of what I'm made for. This is why I'm not average. I never wanted to really be average again. So it's kind of deep in a sense, but it's the fear of being average that kind of drives me. I don't want to have anybody catch up to me. So, and anybody ahead of me or whatever, I'm trying to catch up to them. So that's awesome. really how that goes. Awesome. Well, I guess one more thing for you. Your first name is Alexander, but you go by T.A. How did that come about? Oh, no, Alexander is funny. Alexander is actually my middle name. Oh. My dad's name is Terrence. And my name's, my first name is Terrence, too. But we got different middle names, so I've never really been a junior. But those are my first two initials because it's Terrence Alexander coming out. So I've always been called Alex. And then kind of stepping in um, the recruitment scene, I got a couple of my teammates, people in the hallway, uh, whenever they see me, the screen TA. So that's kind of where that came from. But <laughs> Got you. And which one do you like to go by more? Or how do you like to go? I mean, it really doesn't matter. I always kind of associate Alex with uh, just my normal life and TA with football. 
But really, if somebody from football calls me Alex or somebody I see out on the street calls me uh, T.A., it's not really going to matter to me. Okay. Cool. Well, T.A., thank you for your time today. I appreciate you coming on the show. Yes, sir. Happy to be here.